You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Su Podcast, episode 116. Hey guys, did you hear my epic podcast about getting unstuck from a health rut? Learn the four powerful ways and download the free cheat sheet handout. It's episode 106, so check it out. And if you find value in it, share it with a friend. Hey, it's Eric Su. I quickly wanted to thank all my longtime listeners for your continued support. I also wanted to say hi to any first-time listeners. No matter who you are, I am committed to providing you the best health and wellness information possible. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Also, rate and review this show on iTunes or Stitcher so more people can find us. Let's keep this movement growing. Thanks again, and now on to the show. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a unique and outgoing personal trainer with us today. Her name is Brittany McCoy. We'll be talking about the top fitness and nutrition strategies to get you in shape. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Brittany. Brittany, are you ready to make it happen? Let's do this. Brittany has been an athlete all her life and from a young age was busy every weekend of the year playing either soccer, basketball, softball, or doing taekwondo. She gravitated towards soccer and 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 basketball and played those sports competitively through high school. She went on to be a four-year starting point guard at the University of Minnesota and helped lead her team to the NCAA tournament two years in a row. Upon graduating, she moved back home to Chicago and became an ACE certified personal trainer. She started her personal training career in a big box gym, but knew she didn't want to be there long term. After getting her feet wet and accumulating some clients, she left the gym to become an independent trainer. She has been an independent trainer since 2011 and currently trains the majority of her clients out of Evolution Fitness on the north side of Chicago. She loves being a personal trainer and couldn't imagine doing anything else. And her favorite things about the job and seeing the excitement are seeing the, are seeing the excitement people have with when they reach their fitness goals and helping to educate people on exercise and nutrition. Brittany, that was a little bit about yourself. Uh, could you share with us a little bit more on how you got started? Yeah, I mean, I think that sums most of it up. Um, again, background, my background is in athletics, and it's what I love. Um, and I've just had so much fun learning about the industry and learning about exercise and learning about nutrition. It's funny, being an athlete my whole life, I always did what my coaches told me and my trainers told me, even through college, um, having to lift weights multiple times a week. But there wasn't much thought to what I was doing because I didn't know the background about it. And I think it's so cool now learning about exercises and learning looking back and being like, oh, this is why our trainer had us doing this exercise in college or, or this is what it was for. So um, I just love learning about the field and then passing on that knowledge to uh, my clients. Excellent. Very cool. Um, definitely it's a different feeling to, to be trained versus be the trainer. So I'll agree with what you just said there. Um, 
So in addition to all that, what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? My client really loves the, or my clients, my audience really loves to hear this answer. Yeah, um, let's see. Something that my clients get a kick out of. My junior year of college um, at the University of Minnesota, I hit a last-second game winner to uh, win the game. And um, it was exciting. We were away, though, so it wasn't our home fans. But the next day I was uh, back in my dorm room watching ESPN um, before I went to class. And uh, the ESPN top ten plays from the night before mm-hmm. came on. And uh, my clip from the game the night before was actually featured in the top ten. So I thought that was pretty cool. Awesome. Very cool to be on ESPN. Um, does that happen very often to when you were playing, by the way? Did your, your school get featured a lot? Not that I know of. That was the only time that I was there for the four years I was there. So. Oh, so you yeah, are very unique. Neat. <laughs> that is very cool. Awesome. Um, so, so let let's dive into this uh, topic today. I know you're you're very passionate about health and fitness, and this whole idea of you know how to get in shape, uh, and you have some top fitness nutrition strategies. So. Um, go ahead and just dive right into it and, and share with some, with us some of those if you can. Okay. Yeah, well, I think even before we jump into the nutrition aspect, um, one of the big things I tell clients that come in to see me um, is if you want to get in shape, if you want to lose weight, is to lift weights. And I think that's one of the things that um, people are just misinformed about. Um, I think you can go into any big box gym on any day of the week and especially in the evening after work, every single cardio machine in that gym is going to be taken. Um, but how many times do we see the same people on the same machines day after day, not making much progress? Um, and what I tell people is, you know what, take a step back from the cardio, go hit the weights. If you don't know what to do, go hit some machines. Let me improve. Um, a lot of them have instructions written on them or, they really can only do one range of motion, one type of movement. So if you don't really know what you're doing, stay away from dumbbells, stay away from barbells, but go hit the machines. Uh, because if you're really looking to lose weight and gain them, lifting weights is the best way to do that. I, I totally agree with that. And, and uh, muscle burns, um, I don't know what the percentage is, but way more calories uh, while you're not working out than just doing the cardio, isn't that true? For sure, yeah, and that's what I tell people too. And again, just stuff that people don't necessarily realize. Um, I mean, I think it's easier, very easy to explain with a chart, but I try to explain to people without one that if you do cardio, the rate that you're burning calories is super, super high. But as soon as you're done with cardio, as soon as you step off of that treadmill or that elliptical, um, all of a sudden the, the rate that you're burning calories goes back to your resting normal rate. Um, as opposed to lifting weights, say you do an hour of lifting, um, you get done lifting weights, you leave the gym, you go home, you have your protein shake, you eat, you're still burning a high amount of calories as those muscles are trying to rebuild themselves. So in the end, you're just burning more calories overall by lifting weights. Yeah. And people that lifting weight, you're resting metabolism, and your metabolism, your resting metabolism is really just how many calories you're burning just existing, right? So um, a great way to up your metabolism is to gain muscle because the more muscle that you have, um, the more your body just needs fuel. So um, 
yeah, especially a lot of my clients that are coming in losing weight or trying to lose weight, I'm sorry, um, who are just those people, those kind of, we joke around just like the guinea pigs that are just doing cardio on their wheels all the time, all the time. It's like, you know what, let's take a step back um, and let's teach you about lifting weights. Let's teach you about using machines because in the long run, that's going to get you to hit your fitness goals quicker. Right, right. And, and you're not saying not to do the cardio. Let's be clear, right? You're saying do in addition to, right? Yeah, I mean, if anything, too, I would say if someone had to pick between cardio and weights, if fat loss was their main goal, I would direct them toward weights. But ideally, if you could get a healthy balance between cardio and weights, that would be perfect. Right. And for someone who's a beginner, clients of mine who might go out and work on their own a little bit, I tell them if they can get two days of lifting weights and two days of cardio, and that would be awesome just for a great start. It doesn't need to necessarily be four days of exercise, but lift weights for half an hour and then do cardio for half an hour, and that can kind of knock off one of your lifting days and one of your cardio days. But, um, yeah, a balance of both is awesome, um, but it's just important for people to realize the benefits of lifting weights. Right, exactly. And, and being an athlete um, for four years, and probably you're still considered an athlete now, um, you're a, a picture example of, of what lifting weights can do, right? Yeah, and it's kind of funny, too, because uh, most of my clients are women, and I think a major concern for women who step into the gym is, oh, I want to stay away from the weights because I don't want to get these huge man arms. I don't want to start looking like those dudes over there lifting the corner. But what I tell people is, look, it's not going to happen that way. Um, you can lift weights, lift heavy weights, and still look very feminine, um, unless you're going to, you know, go off and start taking steroids. We just, we women don't have enough testosterone in us to blow up like some of these guys do. So I just encourage my clients. I encourage women out there, um, to lift weights, but not only pick up the five pound dumbbells, right? Like all of us can carry our iPhones around with no problem. Like challenge yourself a little bit, grab a 10 pound, grab a 15 pound dumbbell. You're stronger than you think you are. Um, but unless you push yourself, you'll never know. Right, exactly. And it, um, it's funny that you even say uh, pick up the 10 or you pick up the 15. Um, throughout my uh, training experience, and I still do it, it's sort of like, yeah, you'll, you can pick up the 5, but in two weeks, you, you probably want to pick up the 8 or 10 now. <laughs> so so um, let's start thinking um, more bigger, I guess. And so I'm, I'm assuming that's mm -hmm. kind of what you instill in your clients, right? Yeah, and it's just funny how again you you're not as you're not stronger than you think you are. And I've had clients, um, you know, whether we're doing a bench over a row or a bench press, and they're used to doing lightweight. And I'll say, why don't you just try bumping it up five pounds? And they do it, and they're awesome. And they're like, wow, I didn't know I could do this. <laughs> so yeah. it's just cool to see people like the expression on their faces or the excitement that they get when they realize that they can actually lift heavier than they were before. Yeah, very good. So, so what else do you have for us, uh, strategies for getting in shape? Yeah, the second thing I would mention is I really encourage people to get protein in at every meal. Um, I love food. I mean, me and my husband, burgers and fries are our go-to. This is my mm. non-trainer side talking. Um, but getting protein in, in every meal, especially if you're lifting weights, is just going to help you build that muscle, which is going to help you up your metabolism. Um, and protein is anything from eggs to chicken to fish to there's you know protein in beans and some of these like not meat items. Um, that's something that I definitely encourage people to do. 
Uh, not only is it going to help with your muscle development, but it's going to help keep you fuller longer. Um, adding a little bit more substance to a meal, adding a little bit more protein to a meal is going to help keep you fuller longer. So if you're someone that does a salad for lunch, say, at work, um, go ahead and get some, like, chopped chicken breast and throw it in there. Um, it's going to taste good. And like I said, you're going to find that you're not going to be as hungry um, as you probably were before just having a green salad. So definitely um, putting in the protein. Uh, do you train anyone who is vegan, by the way, and how do you help them? You know what? I'm fortunate that all of my clients are meat eaters, yes. Um, if someone was vegan, I know there are definitely some non-meat items that are high in protein. Um, and also, I, I encourage people to do protein shakes as well. It's something that I didn't mention before. Um, and there are protein shakes, um, brands targeted to vegetarians or vegans also. Um, and protein shakes are just an easier way to add a little bit more protein um, to your diet throughout the day and up, up the amount that you're taking in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So everyone that you, you help out, uh, you encourage them to be on protein shakes then? Yeah, I encourage it. Um, I don't necessarily push a certain brand or whatever. I use um, for myself Optimum Nutrition. I just get kind of the big five-pound tubs. They sit in my kitchen. Um, but I usually tell my clients to aim for at least 90 to 100 grams of protein per day. Um, which seems like a lot, but if you think about it, if you're breaking it up into three different meals, that's only about 30 grams per meal, and that could easily be like a six ounces of a chicken breast that you throw in a salad or something like that. Um, but for my clients who maybe don't like the taste of meat at every meal or struggle to get to that 90 to 100 grams per day, that's when I recommend, hey, why don't you get just some protein powder, throw it in some water or milk, after our workout and take it. And that'll give you an extra like 15 or 20 grams um, for your day. Yeah, very good, excellent. And and I, I have to say that uh, I've been drinking shakes for some time and they're not so bad. You have to make sure you get the right uh, brand or just the one that works for you, right? Would you say? That, that really is the biggest key, yeah. Yeah, there are so many brands out there. I feel like if you were to strip off all the labels, though, they really are the same <laughs> nutrient content. Um, I do know some taste better than others. Um, I find that there was a brand that I was using before, um, Beverly, which is probably the best tasting that I've tried, but it's also a little bit pricier. Um, but, yeah, it's all about just figuring out what you like. I don't mind um, just putting a scoop of protein in water, shaking it up and drinking it. Some people don't like the taste of that, so some people will put it like in shakes or smoothies in the morning um, or in soy milk or milk or something like that. So, yeah, you might not get it right away um, in terms of the taste and what you like it in, but give yourself a couple of days or a couple of weeks to figure out what you like, what you don't like, and go from there. It's a process. Yeah, very good. Excellent. Um, do you have any other strategies that we can go into? Yeah, I think... The next one I would say is be very wary of juice or alcohol or mm. other drinks that you're drinking throughout the day. Um, I say that because I've had clients who have been maybe moderate to heavy drinkers or um, big juice people, and I say, you know what? Don't change anything about your food intake. 
But see if you can limit or cut out the juice or the alcohol that you're drinking, and within weeks it makes a huge difference. Um, when it comes to juice, I don't think people realize how much sugar is in juice. Um, and it's a little deceiving because these marketing companies um, tout, you know, fruit juice, it's healthy, it's, it's all natural, it's fruit, blah, blah, blah. Um, but look on the nutritional label and you'll see how much sugar actually is in this. Um, and then on the, on the other hand, alcohol, the thing with alcohol I try to explain to people is, look, um, your body can't metabolize any other food when alcohol is in your system. Mm. So if you go out for a night of drinking on a Friday night, depending on how much you're drinking, it might not get into your system, get out of your system, I'm sorry, until late Saturday or Sunday. Um, and all that time, all the food that you've been eating, all the carbs and the fat that you're hoping your body's burning, your body is putting carb, fat, burn on hold while it gets rid of all that alcohol. Mm. So I just encourage people to be aware of what you're drinking, what you're pouring down your throat, um, and even if you don't want to cut it out completely, even limiting yourself a little bit more um, could definitely make a huge difference. Yeah, I haven't heard that one yet about um, the elimination of alcohol, taking time before your body um, metabolizes regular food. Um, however, I, I've heard that uh, alcohol ha has um, some hormonal effects and... Um, so physiological uh, effects as well on your system. So um, I personally do not drink alcohol, and if I do, it's probably once a year. So really, I do not. So um, so yeah, that's a that's a big one, isn't it? Because there are a lot of people who drink, right? For sure. Yeah, and I mean, I'm very similar to you. I don't usually drink. I might drink once a year, also. Um, I can't say I have a preference if people are going to drink either way, but it's more just being aware and knowing the facts and knowing the effect of um, stuff that you're putting in your body and essentially the effect on your fitness goals. Hmm. Yeah, very good. Um, we all have to drink liquids and, and HTO probably is the number one of all liquids perhaps. Is that what you promote? Yeah, I mean, I'm boring um, when it comes to nutrition and what I'm putting in my body. I mean, um, you know, I'm not a huge, uh, I guess, drink person in general. Um, I can't say I've ever been a big soda drinker. I know, I, you know, playing basketball, I grew up, grew up drinking Powerade and Gatorade. And again, not being aware of the nutritional content of that. Um, but right now, yeah, I typically just stick to water. That's really all I drink. And then the protein shakes right. that I'll drink, um, like after a workout. So. Yeah, very good. Um, and so is is there one or two more that you can share with us, strategies? Yeah, um, let's see. I would say I'll kind of go back to the workout portion. Mm -hmm. um, I think workout buddies and accountability buddies are very important. Mm. Um, especially if you're trying to hit your fitness goals, especially if you're struggling a little bit, even if you aren't struggling a little bit, I think it's more fun to work out with somebody. Uh, me and my husband try to work out and lift together as much as possible. Um, but for someone who has fitness goals, um, grab an accountability buddy, whether it's someone that's going to be working out with you, which I think is ideal, or someone that's just going to be checking up on you mm. um, every day or two. Hey, did you get your workout in? Hey, how's your eating been? Um, I think that's so important. I know a lot of people 
hire me, most people hire me, to be honest, because they don't have that accountability um, in their life. And I've even had clients told me, good thing, good thing I had a workout schedule with you today because I did not want to come to the gym and I would not have go, gone on my own. So I would just encourage people, um, if you do have fitness goals, find someone that shares your fitness goals or share something like that. Have a talk with them share a little bit about what you're thinking about doing and uh, hopefully they could get on board with you and help encourage you along the way. I, I totally agree. It's it's more about the accountability too, isn't it? Because like, like you said, some days you may not feel like going and the your buddy's like, yeah, let's go. And it, it's just uh, one of those things, isn't it, that it's always good to have a uh, outside influence almost? For sure. It's amazing how much better you feel after a workout, which I know sounds very cliche, I hear it all the time with my clients. So they're walking in the gym. Oh, I didn't really feel like coming today. And they'll leave. And before they go, they say, I'm so glad I came. Or I feel so much better than I did walking in that door. So I also encourage people to, even if you're not in the mood, even if you're not feeling it that day, get to the gym, do what you got to do because you'll thank yourself later. Hmm. You know, um, what, what if someone doesn't have a buddy or due to some reason they can't time schedule or whatever, what would you say to those who um, are alone? Yeah, like I mentioned before, even if someone isn't going to go to the gym with you, find someone that can text you. I'm sure all of us have a friend or a sibling or a parent who could either, even just send us a text and be like, hey, did you get your workout in today? Or some, send someone your workout schedule for the week and have them hold you accountable, call you or text you, hey, you going to the gym today? Even if they're not going to join you, I think knowing that the text or call is going to come might encourage you to even make sure it happens. Mm. Um, and also, I, mean, I might be a little biased, but if motivation is something you're struggling with, or even if you just need education or need some a place to start, find a personal trainer. And it does not have to be long-term by any means. A lot of clubs or fitness centers um, kind of deals for new clients. Um, and you could even get a trainer for like three sessions or five sessions just to kick kickstart your fitness program to give you some ideas for workouts. Um, I've had clients who I might only see them once every couple weeks just to check up on them and to hold them accountable and see how their workouts have been and to maybe give them a couple new exercises to add to their routine for the next couple weeks until I see them again. So, um, don't be afraid to reach out for help from the professionals who are there to help you. Yeah, actually, that that's a great point uh, for my audience to remember is that uh, talking to someone, a professional trainer or whatnot, is not a long-term commitment. It doesn't have to be a long-term commitment. It's just getting some mm-hmm. uh, motivation, education, some training or something so that um, uh, you can get uh, moving again, right? Get unstuck, if you will. For sure, for sure. And if you're looking for a trainer, I'd recommend doing your research. Um, I know, like, I, I'm on Yelp um, as an independent trainer. So find someone on Yelp or find a gym on Yelp or ask people. I'm right. sure if you have a gym and you see a trainer train someone, go up to that client and, like, get some feedback on their trainer. What do you think about him? What do you like? What don't you like? So don't be afraid to ask questions, to do your research, to make sure your trainer is certified. Um and then go from there. Right. Because even that one session could change the direction of your month or your your whole life pretty much, right, sometimes? 
Yeah, and who knows? That, yeah, that trainer might have one or two little tidbits of info to share, you know, nutrition or otherwise. Exactly like you said, that could just totally change your mindset and help you help set you on the right track. Very good. Excellent. Um, we may have one, time for one more, Brittany. Do you have one more in your library there? Yeah, I think a great thing to end with is just be consistent, whether it's lifting, working out, or eating. Consistency is key, and that's what I tell my clients. I don't expect them to be in the gym every day of the week. I don't expect them to eat correctly 100% of the time. I tell people, find a workout routine and find an eating program that you can be consistent with. You're not going to get results if you're you know, consistent for a month and then fall off the wagon for three months, on for a month, off for three months. I mean, if anything, scale back a little bit, scale back your workout, scale back your nutrition accuracy, if you want to say that, um, and just be consistent. Find something that works for you. And I think going back to the nutritional aspect real quick, there are so many um, eating regimens out there. Mm. I mean, I'm sure people could just like ramble off all these, mm. whether it's, um, you know, I've been hearing a lot about Whole30 mm. or paleo. keto diet or paleo or Weight Watchers. Exactly. I, you know, I have my opinions about all of them. Pick one, whether it's one of those or your own, pick one that you can be consistent with. It's when people try Weight Watchers for two weeks. Oh, I'm not seeing results. I'm going to try Paleo for two weeks. Oh, I'm not seeing results. Yeah, you're not going to see your results in that short of amount of time. You need to give working out and eating well weeks to months to kick in to start seeing results. And you're not going to get that if you're bouncing around different workout routines, different eating plans. So I tell people, pick something, stay with it, stay consistent with it, and then you'll be on the right track. Yeah, I, I think I've heard it said this way uh the shape and condition you are currently didn't happen overnight but it was something that was consistently happening and that's what you are uh, experiencing right so so probably don't expect this overnight change if you start something new right oh yeah absolutely i had a client who was i was she was getting ready for a wedding she was working out with me um, we started talking about her nutrition, and I said, hey, try this program. So she started this, and then we checked back in a week. She had lost zero weight. We checked back the second week. She lost zero weight. The third week, she lost zero weight. It wasn't until that fourth week that the weight started coming off, but then it kept coming and coming and coming. She started dropping like one to two pounds every week. So I think she is just a prime example of the fact that you need to stick with something and all because you're not seeing results right away doesn't mean it's not working. Mm, Which is hard in the society we live in, right? Because we want yeah. these instant results in everything we do. But Yeah, um, yeah all yeah. these infomercials, I think, are, are the culprit here. And then maybe social media is also uh, part of that issue. Oh, yeah, for sure. But like you said, you didn't get to the point you are overnight, so don't expect to get to where you want to be overnight either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I usually tell this story about my one client who, it was almost eight months. She was consistent, a six days a week workout person. Seriously, six days a week. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until eight months until uh, she really saw that dramatic change. I mean, significant change. Everyone was raving about 
her, uh, mm-hmm. her physique and everything. But it was about a good eight months. But she was very consistent and never gave up on the fact that what she was doing was going to get her to where she want, wanted to be. So, sure. yeah, eight for months. sure. And it's frustrating. it's frustrating for people to hear. People don't want to hear that. But if you have a good trainer who knows what they're doing, or if you're following a program that you know is going to work, Give yourself some grace. Be patient with it because the results will come. Yeah. And they're really, really, I want to say also, and I think you would agree, there really isn't any uh, downfall to being active, right? (laughs) Or eating well. No, no, (laughs) not at all. And what I try to make very clear, too, is it's not all about the number on the scale. It's hard, um, especially as women, I feel like, you know, social media or TV or whatever, you see these, you know, women that you want to be like or bodies that you want. Um, But women especially need to realize that it's not all about the scale. I had a client, um, she gave me this awesome uh, phrase that I like to use with um, my other clients, uh, non-scale victories. And pretty much what that is, is improvements or success stories or whatever that don't have to do with your weight. For example, um, all of a sudden I'm sleeping better since I started working out. Well, that's awesome, and that's a non-scale victory. Or all of a sudden I have more energy. Or all of a sudden, you know, my clothes are fitting differently. All these awesome results from working out and eating well that won't not won't necessarily result in you dropping all this weight, um, but are making you a healthier person overall and a healthier person on the inside. So I think we need to remember it's, it's not all about how we're looking on the outside. It's not all about, you know, seeing the number on the scale drop, um, which is definitely icing on the cake, but it goes deeper than that. Mm, yeah, very good. Boy, I can tell you have a lot more strategies to help people get in shape, and, and maybe we have to do a new podcast, but we only have 30 minutes, uh, and we're getting really close to that end. Uh, I want to make sure that people can get a hold of you uh, Brittany, so how how do people get a hold of you? Yeah, I think the best way is um, my website. Um, you can email me directly from my website. Uh, that's www12 and then the number 12training.com. I know it's a little bit confusing, but spell out the number 12 and then the numbers 1, 2, and then spell out training.com. I know the um, the link should be kind of close to this podcast so you can oh yeah we'll put it in the show notes yep perfect and then i think my email will be on there as well if you want to just do me directly through the email or um like i said you can email me through the website and then find me on facebook under 12 training i'm on yelp under 12 training um i'm working on my instagram (laughs) (laughs) i'm a little behind on that but that's under 12 training as well um and i also have some videos on youtube um, that I like to send to clients or that people have checked out anything from, um, you know, getting your arms prepped for your wedding to exercises that you can do in your living room, um, to just some fun videos of me working out at my gym. So go ahead and check me out on, um, YouTube as well. Awesome. Very good information. Again, we'll put all that information and your contact info on the show notes. Uh, I really feel like I want to hang out with you sometime and just check out what you're doing. Maybe that may happen. We'll see. Um, Since we're both in Chicago, that might be fun. And um, 
What's that? Oh, I said for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. let me know. I think we're practically neighbors. Practically, yeah, absolutely. So um, look out for uh, maybe another podcast with uh, Brittany. But for now, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, knowledge, and wisdom. And uh, have a great day, Brittany. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so fun. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsu.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.